0: Hey, what's up? I'm Ren, the host of Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Anchor be the way. With Anchor's creation tools, you can record and edit right from your smartphone and personal computer. Anchor offers 100% free hosting and distribution, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Anchor allows you to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Who doesn't want to make money, right? Anchor has everything you need to make a successful podcast all in one place. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to check out my podcast at anchor.fm slash dancingwithmydemons69 and on Spotify, Dancing With My Demons. See you all soon. Later. What's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dancing My Demons Podcast. This is episode 16, and I've entitled it, Off the Cuff. In this particular episode, I don't really have a particular bullet point that I'm working with or actually something I'm actually focused on. This episode is actually started because of a road trip my fiance and I took today, or this for this weekend. We actually came out to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is actually a very interesting city. It's very beautiful in the dark when the lights are out. But uh, we just thought we'd take a nice trip out. And on the road trip here, like from our home to here, is about five hours. And with a lot of time on the road, I guess my fiance had a couple questions. And I guess that's where this episode is kind of coming out of. One of the questions he'd asked me was Did I always know? from my childhood that I was bipolar. Was it something that I always knew? And the truth is, I really didn't. Um, It wasn't something that I really noticed a difference in myself and how my life was until I was much older. Now, mind you, I'm 51 now. And when I was diagnosed, it was about 12 years ago. So I was in my late 30s at that time when I was first diagnosed and so it wasn't until then maybe in my earlier 30s i saw signs but when i think back and, and it's a very normal question to ask because i know after being diagnosed i asked those questions of myself did i know you know did other people know did were there signs that other people saw that i didn't were there signs that you know maybe i saw i just didn't know what it was you know, I, I know there's a million questions that were going on in my head after I was diagnosed. You know, I've, first one I think is the obvious, which most people ask is like, you know, are, am I crazy? You know, and then once you come to terms with it and you accept reality of what it is and what you're dealing with, you realize that you're not crazy and you come to understand the diagnosis and what it is that you're dealing with and how you manage it, and you realize it's not, you're not crazy, it's just an illness that you have to manage, no different than say somebody with diabetes or let's just say somebody who was diagnosed with cancer. You know, it's something that you have to to manage, something that you have to work with, something you have to be treated with. You know, these are all things that you just have to juggle and you have to, you know, to deal with. But I know those questions um, were very much, you know, in my mind at the time, especially early on when I was diagnosed was, you know, did I know? And in my childhood, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, like I really knew then. I I feel like I, I lived a very carefree childhood and my only real focus as a kid was just about having fun and being with friends and my family and goofing around and just being a kid. I don't really remember too much of my life in terms of like depression or anxiety or anything like that, I think I just viewed myself or I saw, you know, when I think back to my my life as a kid, it was just being that, a kid. And so I don't really remember signs of it, any type of anxieties or depression or anything of that nature until I was much older. You know, I, I would have to say in my 30s at least that I could remember clearly about was maybe dealing with those types of symptoms when I was in my 30s. You know, dealing with depression or struggles. And and I probably didn't even know what I was dealing with then. You know, I probably thought in my mind that it were just the struggles of my life. Things that maybe have been going well in my life or things that maybe had not been going well in my life. I just probably figured it was just the struggles I was dealing with. It wasn't until much later on and like, I, and I've said it, and I've said it in my Genesis episode, my very first episode. Um, the trigger for me that stands out the most is obviously the the end of of my marriage, um, the separation. The initial separation was the was the trigger that kind of set things off, and or maybe set things into motion for a, a then downward spiral, which you know I've spoken about in my very first episode or two. Um, But looking back, you know, to my childhood, I don't recall any real signs. I wish I could. I wish I could sit here and and tell everybody out there like I knew specifically this is what I was dealing with. In reality, I really didn't. Um, Now that I'm much older, I I don't think I've spoken about this in any previous episode. um, But if I haven't, I, I guess I'll speak about it now. I, I do have a sibling that also deals with with bipolar as well. And we, we've spoken about it. We've dealt with it together. We've, I guess, managed it together. And, and we've been a big part of each other's lives and how we cope and deal with it. And we've definitely leaned on each other in dealing with the illness together. And I know that in a in a future episode we will do an episode together, m- my sibling and I, to speak further about our mental illness together. But when I think about any others, um, I know that there there are other members of my family that may be dealing with mental illness. But I I know that I haven't had personal conversations with them to be able to speak about that. But I know. Um, just from speaking within other family members that it does exist within my family you know, my my other sibling and myself aren't the only ones who are dealing with this we know that there are others I just, you know, it just hasn't been something that has come up where we've actually spoken directly with those other family members and dealing with it but I know, you know, it, there are you know, obviously you have thoughts about it and and in relation with them. And is it something that, you know, is it something that we inherit or is it something that just kind of just happened or, you know, how did this all come about are definitely questions that played out in our lives. And I know it, it's definitely something that I think about or have thought about in my life. You know, is it something that was always there? Is it something that, you know, that you inherit or something that is passed out to you? You know, those are definitely questions that, you know, are, that you ask yourself. And when you're dealing with these, you know, a situation like ours or situation like myself it's dealing with a mental illness. So it's definitely questions that that are asked. And it's a pretty fair question, you know, to ask yourself. You know, like I said, there's a million questions that are going on in your head, especially when you're first diagnosed, because you're kind of coming to grips with the reality of it and wondering, you know, what's going on. And, and like I said, it's like you even ask yourself the The rawest of questions like are you know are you crazy and and what's going on and what's happening and did you always know and you know can other people see you and did they know and just questions like that play a big part and in your reality and when you're coming to grips with it all especially early on now that it's been about 12 years for me not so much anymore I've, i've definitely settled into a better understanding of of what I'm dealing with, at least as best as I can, in comparison to the very beginning, where I was filled with questions and uncertainty and wondering what was going on with me. And, you know, were there answers in other areas of my life? Like I said, you know, was it something my parents? Was it something with my siblings? Was it something, you know, in other parts of my family? You know, it's just questions like that definitely pop up and you know it's it's for people out there that are just getting newly diagnosed or still coming to terms with it it, you know don't feel like the questions that you have are or like out of the out of the norm or very strange or anything they're very normal questions to have for yourself and to wonder you know it's just it's it's something new you know having a a mental illness or dealing with bipolar is, is I always look at it and the way it's been explained to me, it's no different than somebody dealing with diabetes or even somebody who's been diagnosed with cancer. It's something that you, you have to battle. It's something that you have to manage through treatment. And in our case, you know, through medication and through therapy and through, you know, there's just a lot of aspects, you know, and, in, in your, how you manage your everyday life. It's, these are all, you know, variables and, and things that we have to deal with in our everyday life to be able to to manage our lives. So it is, you know, these are very good questions to, to have and very good questions to ask yourself and to be able to ask others. You know, I, I see it a lot in, in, you know, the support groups, you know, lots of different questions and, you know, people questioning about having the ability to manage a job and why can't they manage a job when others can? And, and like myself, I've never really had an issue with managing, you know, work. And to me, it's always just come like natural and, and okay. And it's, I guess it's because it's the, the schedule of it and the routine of it that makes it easy for me to, to do it. You know, it's being that routine and scheduling is so important to me and it plays such a big part in my life and how I manage my life. I think work has always just been, you know, good because it, it's it's a routine type of thing. And in all honesty, you know, for myself, even when I was at my lowest of points, work was always the one outlet that just always managed to work out for me. You know, I've always seemed to thrive in work and I've always found success through through work. Um, you know, but I know that there are others out there that struggle and, and I wish I had answers for for these other folks out there that are questioning themselves but the god's honest truth i i really don't i you know i i think what works for one person might be totally different for another how it affects them how they they view things what's going on in their mind what's happening in their in their brain chemistry and in their bodies it's you know it seems to me it's just totally different from person to person you know and i see the different effects it has on on different people, you know, from on a personal level and also, you know, from from, you know, going through these groups and speaking about it and being in therapy and you know and going through these different processes, you see the big differences that, that people have. And it's very, very different from person to person. Though there might be some similarities in how we are, but the essence of it is very different from one person to another and how they deal with it. I see people, um, I know, because I've dealt with this on a personal level, um, dealing with managing medication. You know, in the past I have struggled. And it's still a struggle, but I've been fortunate lately to have a good support group and have my fiance and people to really watch my back and to make sure that that I stay on top of it. But I know in the past I have struggled and I have relapsed and I've been off my meds. and. And it's always this, you know, this unrealistic feeling that you have control when, you, you know, in reality you really don't. But you know, I, I read about it and I see it with people that they, have at least, try to manage a life without it, and how they do it, I'm not really sure because when I think back to my time without taking medication, it was a real struggle, and it was pretty detrimental to my life at those times. You know, because it put me in some pretty rough spots. So I I don't know how these individuals do it. Um, You know, the only way I guess I I would know is if I was that person. Because I can only speak about myself. I can't tell you how the next person's feeling. I couldn't even tell you how my sibling deals with it. Only by her words could I possibly know on how she... You know, functions or how she manages with it, for me, it's totally different. And I know in an upcoming episode, we're going to speak about that, my sibling and I, so I'm sure you'll get further information on what goes on and what a big difference it is from person to person. So, you know, I I felt it really important to talk about this, even though it's very off the cuff and no real rhyme or reason or topic to, to go by. I thought it'd be really important to talk about different things that I spoke about in this episode because there are things that are just going on in my head and they need to come out some way and if it helps other people's and other people in the process then you know then that's great because that's you know always the the second thing to me of importance you know first being the voice and getting out what I need to get out but having the ability to help others is always a plus as well. So with that being said, I hope everybody out there has a great weekend. Stay healthy, stay strong in mind, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at Dance With My Demons 69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMDPodcast69. And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together, and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.